Welcome to Tech Writer Voices. My name is Tom Johnson. And in this podcast, I'm just giving an overview of what the last 35 podcasts are about. I recently attended the STC conference in Minneapolis, and I had the opportunity to do a lot of short podcast interviews while I was there. I talked to about 40 different people and just did a little short five, eight, ten minute podcast asking the people either what their presentation was on, giving them tips for listeners, or I was talking to people who are attending the conference, asking them uh, what they were taking away from either the sessions they attended or from Leadership Day. Uh, Overall, there's about three hours of audio, and it's recorded in all kinds of different locations, from hallways, or, or the famous Minneapolis walkways, to parks, expos, book signing areas, just general convention center areas, or restaurant areas, and even a hotel lobby. So uh, wherever I was, if I saw people hanging around with the little STC badges on, then I would usually ask them if if I could interview them for a podcast. And most people said yes. Most people are interested interested in podcasts. In fact, one of the sessions... Um, on Web 2.0 talk specifically about podcasts, and I was excited that they even mentioned this podcast, The Tech Writer Voices. So that got people even more excited to be interviewed. And I actually did run into some people who had even heard of the podcast before the conference, so that was nice. Actually, I mentioned this because a lot of people haven't heard of of this podcast at all and, and are even surprised it, that there would be a podcast on technical communication. So there are a lot of people who just aren't aware of this. I'm trying to get the word out. I need to market it quite a bit better. But anyway, I just wanted to give an overview um, of what these podcasts are about. Um, they're about technical communication and a lot of different topics. So there's no one specific theme. The people that I interviewed uh, could be random people, just like anybody working in a company. Or they could be really high-profile consultants. I think everybody has a unique viewpoint to add. And in a way, it's fun to try to discover people who I don't have any idea who they are and just ask some questions. Found a lot of interesting people like that. A few people asked me about the recording device that I was using. And I'm, I'm using the Zoom H4 recorder. And I had a Shure SM58 mic plugged into it. Recording in WAV format. Uh, 44.1 hertz uh, recording onto a 2 gig card. After I recorded them, I used the Gigavox Levelator to balance the audio, and I switched it to mono, and I published it on the WordPress blog of Tech Writer Voices uh, using the PodPress plugin. So that's a lot of jargon. If you If you have no idea what I just said, that's fine. Uh, a lot of people are, are really interested in doing audio. In fact, I, I ran into a lot of people who are just interested in finding out how to record their chapter presentations. And, you know, you can record your chapter presentations with a $100 setup from Radio Shack. If you just buy an Olympus digital recorder and a little lapel microphone, clip it onto your speaker's lapel area, and um, it records good enough for for listeners to be able to totally hear it pretty well. 
you're not going to get studio quality, but you, you don't need that. I mean, if you want to move up to studio quality, you're going to have to spend a lot more. Now, one thing I do want to say is thank you to all of my supporters who, who were able to donate money to support this podcast. I, I did receive about $600 through donations, and uh, I used that money to buy some high-quality recording equipment, namely the device I'm speaking in now and the device I used at the conference. Uh, the Zoom recorder is, is pretty amazing. It's uh, one of the few recorders that accepts an XLR mic. Uh, in other words, a normal mic has a big cable and not just a small 1 8 inch jack. And this mic allows me to basically uh, hand it to, well, not hand it to people, but basically allows me to capture sound in a much better way than if I were to just um, be using the built-in recorders off this mic. Even so, the built-in recorders off this mic are pretty amazing, and I'm actually just using the built-in recorders now. The only thing is, if you if you handle this microphone uh, around, passing it back and forth, or just moving it around while you're recording, it picks up everything. It's super sensitive. Anyway, it's it's a it's a fabulous microphone, almost flawless. It does have one flaw in recording in the MP3 mode, but uh, it's no big deal. Anyway, uh, thank you again. I ran into so many people, and this brings up an interesting social experience, and that is, what is it like to actually podcast at a conference? I think I, I, I started to get a little bit visible. I mean, anytime you have a microphone that you're holding up in the middle of an expo hall, uh, asking somebody questions, you, you draw some looks. But um, just the, the mere social experience of meeting so many different people uh, and so many people who are excited to talk to you and explain their ideas and their, their thoughts and their feelings about things. Wow, what a fascinating experience. I mean, at the end of the day, I was just like kind of floored, or not floored, but just blown away uh, social emotionally from all these experiences all day long. It's kind of like if you've ever been at a wedding when you're getting married and everybody's coming up to you and, you know, saying congratulations and you're meeting tons of people and talking with them all day long. And afterwards, you just have this kind of high of, of having been exposed to so many different people. Well, that's what it's like when you're out podcasting. You're talking to lots of different people and, and you move from one person to the next. So it, in a way, I felt also kind of like a, an STC ethnographer um, just because of the, the number and and uh, definitely, if you ever go to a conference and you want to have a little more fun than usual, get get one of these Zoom recorders and a mic and, and just start interviewing people. It's quite a bit of fun. Now, I have to say that it does require um, you to break out of your shy mode simply because uh, you may want to interview people and, and you may not know them. In fact, I didn't know probably 90% of the people I interviewed. They didn't know me, so I had to introduce myself. And somebody told me that I was personable, so that worked in my favor. Um, but still, I, I'm, a, I'm an introverted kind of person. I don't naturally go up to new people and just start talking to them. So it was something I had to break out of, this, this shyness. And, but I broke out of it quite easily, and, and it starts to get fun. You get in that, into the role, into a role, you get into the habit, and, and pretty soon you just start looking for the next person, and, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I do have a few tips just in case you ever think of 
I mean, people who are interested in, in recording. One, and this is a mistake I made the very first day, and I can't believe I, I was this foolish, but I had two microphones. The, the Zoom recorder accepts two mics, XLR mics, and I would hand one to the, to the interviewee while I use the other. And I thought this would allow for more of a natural, spontaneous exchange, so I didn't have to pass the microphone back and forth, you know, asking a question, passing it, waiting for their response to end, taking the mic back, and things like that, or moving the mic back. Um, but it turns out that, that when you hand people a microphone and let them have control over it, they move it around. They gesture. They, they don't quite know where to put it. Sometimes they have it really close to their mouth. Other times they have it far away. And even people who are who, who don't seem nervous at all just never hold it steady and they never hold it in the right place. You're actually supposed to hold these mics quite close to your mouth. In fact, the Shure SM58 mic, which is what I was using most of the time, says that if you hold it a quarter inch from your mouth, you get this legendary bass effect, which makes you sound like a DJ or something. So... So it's meant to be held close, but most people hold it about a foot away or half a foot away. So I actually ran into some other trouble with this because later I would, when I would ask a question, I would hold the mic close to me. This is when I switched to the one mic model. So I would hold the mic close to my mouth, but then when I passed it to the interviewee, you know, you can only hold a microphone so close to somebody's mouth before they feel that you're invading their, their comfort space. So it was usually about a foot away from their mouth sometimes eight inches or something. But uh, so there was somewhat of an imbalance in audio levels. I would sound louder than the interviewee. But uh, I, I discovered that the Gigavox Levelator, which is a free piece of software, uh, did a marvelous job at, at balancing these audio sounds. The Levelator is a tool that basically you drop a wave file into it and it does some kind of magic balancing of all the audio levels and it will bring them all to about the same level. Um, it's, that's all there really is to it. Uh, to explain it um, scientifically, I have no idea how it does it, but it does a good job. You may notice it as you listen to a lot of these podcasts that some of them have have some static background noise that will suddenly kind of intensify at places, and this is kind of rare, and you may not even hear it at all, but that's the levelator picking up some of the background noise uh, to try to balance the audio of an interviewee who is particularly quiet and there's really no easy way around that um inevitably you're going to get some background noise but by and large it's did a did a fabulous job so i'm pretty happy with it i didn't edit these podcasts very much in a few places i i did fix some things just because it uh it just merited it but by and large i left them as is because i think there's a human appeal to to bloopers at times to when you drop the ball or when somebody says something funny you know a lot of people a lot of people are a little quite a bit nervous about how they they will sound and after the podcast they would often say how did i do you know and um of course they they all did fine they did perfect right i never asked them how i did um because uh, I'm sure I, I had just as many missteps as anybody else. But um, I think even when people do make mistakes, it, it makes it more human. It makes it funnier. You know, at the end of movies, the bloopers are now part of the appeal of many movies. So that's definitely something that 
I wanted to include where where it fit. Um, I just want to add a few more little notes here, just because I got some questions. A lot of people don't really even know what a podcast is, so I'm not going to explain what a podcast is here. You're listening to a podcast, but when you listen to podcasts in your in the routine of your day, I really recommend that you listen to them in your car. Uh, if you don't have a commute, okay, then that doesn't quite work. But by and large, most people have commutes. You can buy this FM transmitter device, right? Whatever kind of car adapter you need to be able to play your iPod or your MP3 player, whatever you have in your car will make it so much better. I, I listen to probably 75% of all podcasts that I listen to are I listen to in my car. So definitely get one of these. You can pick an FM transmitter up at any electronic store where you buy an MP3 player. And they're not cheap. You know, you're looking at about $50, but I have an iRiver uh, FM transmitter. Basically what it does, you plug it into your, your MP3 player and, and then you plug it into your like cigarette lighter. It depends on what kind you get, right? But you plug it into your cigarette lighter and then it transmits your MP3 player's sound over a specific radio frequency on your car stereo. So another essential peripheral for your MP3 player is some kind of armband because I assume most people work out a little bit. Either you go on walks at night or you run on a treadmill or you have a bike that you ride. Definitely invest in some kind of arm armband or a way to carry your MP3 player with you so that you can listen while you're working out. Those are the two big areas. And of course, if you just want to listen on a PC, that's fine too, of course. You know, whatever works for you. But um, you know, sometimes I hear people say, oh, uh, I, I can't sit there and listen to audio for a long time. Well, neither can I. In fact, I think one of the, one of the long-term effects of listening to podcasts is an increased um, short attention span. Uh, definitely, y- y- you start to multitask more as you listen to podcasts because you're you're driving while you're listening, you're running while you're listening, you're doing two things at once. So when you switch back to your single function mode, it, it uh, life gets to be a little bit too slow. What else? I do have a couple of new announcements. One is that I'm going to start playing ads on these podcasts. So if you have a product or service that you want to advertise, send me a note at tom at techwritervoices.com. And I'm going to give some more details of that later. And second, I am starting to do blog and podcast consulting. So if you are trying to set up a blog, particularly a WordPress blog, which is what I'm really familiar with, and you want to tweak it, uh, modify the style, or if you want to just install it and figure out how to get it up and running, or if you want to put in some cool plugins that make it do some interesting things, if you want my advice on how to do this and my help to actually do it, I'm happy to do that. And, and as well with podcasting, um, if you need help recording something, or let's say you want to have a conference recorded, uh, just let me know. If you, if you want me to uh, provide any kind of consulting with that, I'm available. Finally, there I just wanted to add one more little note here. There's a way to record conference calls. Uh, we were talking in one of the chapter president meetings about the need for more support. And the idea was kicked around about having a 
kind of a call or a conference call for chapter presidents where you could could get ideas, tips, um, raise issues. And there's a great recording device that's been released. Um, I can't remember the URL exactly. I didn't write it down, but I think it's freeconferencing.liveoffice.com. And I'll put that link in the show notes. Basically, it allows you to have a free conference call for up to 250 people and it will record it in mp3 format and so you can download it afterwards so this is a great tool if you have administrative meetings or other things all right so i'm pretty much done with my overview of these podcasts Uh, enjoy them if you if you have feedback i love to hear feedback Uh, i love to hear how uh, how these interviews may have affected you if you feel like having listened to 35 different or 34 different podcasts at the STC conference if if that made you feel like you'd been to the conference yourself or what or if you have suggestions if you say Tom you know these questions you asked were pretty lame you need to think up some more thoughtful ones or you really should have talked to such and such well you know I tried to talk to whoever was present I couldn't quite track down a few people a few people escaped me but uh by and, by and large, I was pretty happy with, with the variety of people, and I look forward to doing this again at, at other conferences I may attend.